Welcome to the November 1st, 2023 meeting of the Development Review Committee. This meeting is being conducted in person at the Old Jail Auditorium, 514 West Liberty Street, as well as by live video teleconference in accordance with CARES Chapter 61. Members of the public were informed of the option of viewing and participating virtually or in person. Public notice has been provided and materials have been available for review by the public. The following rules are in place for today's meetings. Please silence all cell phones. Please be courteous and respectful to the commissioners and your fellow citizens. Agendas and staff reports are located near the entry of the auditorium or on louisville.legistar.com. For those participating virtually, chat messages are not part of the record and are not monitored by all members. Please refrain from sending messages to the panel. If you have any questions or if you'd like to speak, you may send messages to the host. Today's proceedings are being recorded. Anyone wishing to address the commission must do so from the podium or virtually. We have a quorum of members present. The meeting will proceed as follows. As each case is called, planning and design services staff will present comments and staff recommendations. Each of the other agencies will then present their comments. Next, the applicant will address the agency comments and provide other information to assist the committee's deliberations. Then any other interested parties will be given the opportunity to speak. Persons wishing to speak will need to provide their names and mailing addresses prior to speaking. Please note, chat messages to the host panel or anyone else in the meeting are not considered testimony and will not be considered or addressed. If you have comments or questions concerning a case, you should message the host that you would like to be like to speak and you'll be brought over to the panel to give your comments. A unanimous vote of this committee constitutes final action on most cases. However, if the vote is not unanimous or if it is otherwise required or recommended, the case will be placed on the regular agenda of the Planning Commission for further discussion and action. Persons interested in cases that are deferred, continued, or forwarded to the Planning Commission may want to call the Planning and Design Services Office prior to the scheduled meeting at 574-6230 to confirm that their case will be on the docket as no additional notices mailed out. Copies of the meeting agenda, staff reports, and appeal forms are available online. Appeal forms must be submitted no later than 14 calendar days after the committee action. Our first item of business is to consider the minutes of the meeting of the Development Review Committee on October 18th, 2023. And everyone was present, but for Ms. Claire, uh, has everyone had the opportunity to look at the minutes and do we need to make any corrections? Now we will entertain a motion for approval. Move to approve the minutes of the um, Louisville Metro Development Review Committee from October 18, 2023. We have a second. Second. Any discussion on that motion? If not, would you call the roll, please? Hearn. Yes. Penix. Yes. Claire. Abstain. Carlson. 
Carlson's yes. Those minutes are approved. Our first item under new business is 23 MPLAD 0117. That is a waiver from the land development code 5.2.2 to allow one lot to be less than the minimum required lot width of 35 feet. And Caitlin Deaver is the case manager and she will be assisted by Jay Luckett. Jay Luckett, Planning and Services staff. Office of Planning staff uh, presenting on behalf of Caitlin. Uh, this is uh, 23 Implant 0117, located at 1861 Brownsboro Road. You can go to the next slide. Applicants proposing to create uh, two lots from one, one of which is uh, under the required minimum of 35 feet. So uh, it's R6 traditional neighborhood. Uh, the two resultant lots would be 50 feet and 31.9 feet. Uh, the preliminary uh, plat has been approved by Transportation Planning and MSD. So this is the zoning uh, in the area, and you kind of note the uh, the lot. This lot is is actually significantly wider than a number of the lots in the area, including, you know, the, several of the immediately adjacent lots are as little as twenty five feet. Um, so you can go to the next slide. So you kind of see there's, well, generally um, lots are smaller than what. There is here on this lot, so uh, the resultant lot would be in keeping with the prevailing pattern of the area, which has a variety of lot widths. You can go to the next slide. I right, see so applicants proposed plat. And the next slide is the subject site. And um, staff does find the requested waiver is adequately justified, uh, meets the standard of review. And your required actions approved an IV waiver to create the uh, Substandard with lot. Commissioners, any questions for Mr. Luckett? No questions. Mr. Pagurski, would you like to come forward and share any information you have with us? Charles Pagurski, CRP and Associates, 7321, New Lagrange Road, Suite 111, Louisville 4222. As uh, as, as as it shows, we the house actually we would have wanted to have a thirty five foot lot, but obviously the uh, we gave the the existing house a five foot side yard, and uh, that kept us from getting thirty five feet uh, by making it smaller than five feet. We would have had another issue to to work with. So primarily, we'd like to keep that size lot and get it approved that way. Any questions for Mr. Bukurski? Is there anyone else that is present that would like to speak on this case for, against, or neutral? Is there anyone online? No one's online. All right. Commissioners, any last questions? If not, we'll close the public input and go into our deliberations. Commissioners, any comments or are there any motions to be made? Send order to me. I'd be willing to make a motion if everyone's on case number 23 M plat 0117, uh, the minor subdivision plat at 1861 Brownsboro Road. Um, I move that we uh, approve the subplat as presented based on the uh, staff report and the testimony we received. Second. 
Uh, let me just to be sure we are approving that waiver. Oh, the wa yeah. yeah. Oh, excuse me. The waiver from section LDC section 5.2.2 um, to allow one, uh, one lot to be less than the minimum uh, required lot width of 35 feet. Been gone a little too long from the meetings. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Yes. Indeed. All right. That's the the revised motions. Okay with the maker and the seconder. Any discussion? If not, would you call the roll, please, ma'am? Kern. Yes. Phoenix. Yes. Player. Yes. Carlson. Carlson's a yes. And again, I have no other speakers' forms except for the last two cases. So, if there's anybody here that would like to speak on a case, please be sure you fill out those forms so I don't miss you. Uh, our next oh, item is 23. Quick, I have a quick question uh, for staff. We're, so I know that we've gone to a different method to get the agenda. Is it in an email? I guess the agenda that I have for today's meeting is a PDF with no active links in it. Is there a quick way for me to pull up the, without searching each case file? Yeah, if you go to the email that I that we I sent a follow up email, I have five hundred email. Right, <laughs> um, but there's a there's the HTML link to the agenda in there, and that's how you get to the PDFs. You can't you can't or for the case materials you can't get to the case materials for the PDFs anymore. Okay, the system wasn't working well and, enough. They decided. Okay, to and if it's possible in the calendar event to include the link, that would be incredibly helpful for me. I'm really yep. struggling with the the amount of communication I receive. Um, All right, next item was 23 waiver 0050. That's a waiver to allow a drive aisle and parking to encroach into a required landscape buffer area for 4319 Campground Road. And it looks like we have Jay Luckett standing in for Dante St. Germain. Yeah, that's correct. Jay Luckett again presenting on behalf of Dante St. Germain as case manager for this one. All right, this is 23 waiver 0050 located at 4319 Campground Road. Uh, the request is a waiver from Land Development Code Section 554B1 to permit an encroachment into the required property perimeter LBA uh, with drive aisles and parking. Next. Uh, there's an associated uh, Category 2B development plan review. Um, which is being reviewed by staff, proposing an expansion to an existing industrial development. Uh, that 50-foot um, LBA requirement is a requirement adjacent to properties that are residentially zoned or used. The the, re the adjacent property in question is zoned EZ1, but it has a single home on it, so it triggers this 50-foot buffer requirement. You can go to the next slide. So you can see here's the zoning. Um, really all, all EZ1 or M-zoned in this area. Uh, you can go to the next slide. And so there's the subject site. You can see it's got you know existing um, development on it. Uh, and if you'll note on the top, there's a, a long drive that leads into the, the 
facility. And that's you can go on to the next slide. We'll show where that is. So here's the uh, crew development plan, uh, utilizing the existing structure, adding some new parking in front. Um, or actually, this is this one's replacing the new structure. The old structures in the back is kind of a similar, like truck transfer type of use. Uh, you go to the next slide. And so this is where that that waiver is required. Um, and the, you know the there is one house up there in the front that essentially there is from their perspective it's kind of an existing condition. It's a drive a driveway that's been used for this use for I don't know how long. Um, so really would kind of mostly remain there. And if if that single home were ever to be removed, then it just becomes an easy one site and there's no buffer requirement at all. Uh, so it's kind of a requirement only as long as that home remains. So you can go to the next slide. Um, this is the subject property. Go on to the next one. This is kind of some of the uh, other properties in the area. I think, uh, yeah, the one right there, you can't really see it too well behind the trees, but that's where the residential house is located. Um, but staff does find the waiver is adequately justified, meets the standard review. Uh, you know, the current drive island, a significant amount of parking already encroaches into the LBA area and it would remain. You go to the next slide. And your required action to approve or deny the waiver. Commissioners, any questions? Is the house being used as a house as in somebody's living there? I believe it is, but I or as compared don't, to maybe a, an office that's yeah, I'm not sure about that. Mine it, it appears to be a home, but I do not have further information whether or not it's occupied or you know by whom. And then about how I mean, it looks like there's a pretty good chunk of land between the property line and the actual house. Yeah, and and they've got some. It's already they've got significant tree areas on their property as well. So they you know they're. They exist with most of this, you know, there would be some expansion, but a lot of that conditions already existing. And, you know, it's kind of as it's historically been used and as these properties have historically interacted. So, I, you know, I don't know how I'm sure at, at some time there were probably more houses along here in easy one, but who knows over the years how they've faded. And they, they've got notice about this going mm -hmm. on. So yep, this wouldn't come as a surprise or anything. Okay. That's all my questions. Is there anyone here that would like to speak on this case? Okay, come on forward. Please give us your name and address if you don't mind. Uh, Nicole Miller, 1407 uh, Scalp Avenue, John Sampia. Okay, please tell us what you like. Uh, uh, yeah, we're just a civil engineer hired by the owner to represent them. Um, so, I mean, your presentation was pretty thorough. So, and this waiver will simply just allow us to utilize that existing drive. Um, I kind of just came up here to see if you guys had any questions for me or anything else. Um, any questions for the applicant's representative? All right, thank you, ma'am. Appreciate it. Sorry you had to make such a trip just for, for for all this and not even get asked one question. And not even to be asked one question. I'm enjoying the city of All right, I'm happy you are. All right. Uh, no one else online or anything? Commissioners, any last questions come to mind? All right. What is our thoughts on that? 
in case number 23050, um, motion to approve the waiver to allow drive owl and parking to encroach into a required LBA based on staff report and testimony heard. Second. Okay, we have a proper motion to approve the staff to approve the waiver and uh, base that on the staff's recommendations. Any discussion? If not, would you call the roll, please? Kern. Yes. Hennix. Yes. Player. Yes. Carlson. Carlson's yes. That motion passes. Our next item is 23 FFO 0004, and that is a Floyd's Fork Development Review Overlay for the construction of a single family home at 16,608. Aiken Road and John Michael Lawler is a case manager. Uh, just Miss Miller, we, we're done with your case. You're welcome to stay around if you want to, but if you want to leave, you're welcome to do that too. I just wouldn't want to. You sit here and waste your time if you have other things to do. Uh, yes, if you have a question, they you need to come up and ask at the podium, or you can. Have a word with staff that might be just as good. Yes, ma'am. All right, please go ahead, John Michael. Howdy. Uh, John Michael Lawler, Office of Planning, 444 South Street, 40202. Uh, so for this, we have a Floyd's Fork overlay, uh, 23 FFO4. It's for a proposed single family home. Uh, if you go to that next slide, um, this is just a technical review, so lots after a certain date that are created have to come here for approval. Uh, if you want to go to the next slide, um, this is that lot. Uh, it's R4. It's in the neighborhood form district. Uh, go one more slide. You can see the aerial for it. Uh, one more. This is the site plan. Uh, it's a little unclear to me right now whether or not that drive is supposed to be coming from the adjacent site or their own site. It seems like what I saw on Google Maps and also on the aerial that it should be coming off of their own site, but that might be a question for them. I'm not sure. Uh, so next slide. Um, these are the elevations for the house that's proposed. You go one more. It should just be more elevations. And then one more slide. Uh, this is that entrance that I was talking about. That's the existing driveway. And it looks like if you look on the site plan and with what's there, they're just going to be using what's there and improving it to a hard and durable surface. Um, next slide. Uh, so the staff finding was that the proposed development appears to provide the minimum disturbance necessary within the overlay to construct the proposed home. Uh, and there were no waivers or variants that were requested uh, with this uh, with this case. Uh, so if you want to go to the next slide, the required actions would be to approve or deny the Floyd's for development review overlay. All right. Any questions for Mr. Lawler? Do we have an applicant present? I think they were going to join via online. Do we have an applicant? They might just be watching along. I think we need to ask, answer your question before we go anywhere. What about the driveway? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of think so too. <laughs> and and then is that an easement or something shown on the, the 
that's shown on the site plan? There does appear to be an easement on the site plan. And yes. this is a county through road, so we would want to limit the number of entrances. So, but you see what the lines that I'm showing, what, yes. what, are, they, what are they? So that, that is an easement, uh, that is for an adjacent lot that, that lot runs all the way down south of there to like a proper lot. It's kind of like a flag lot in a way. Um, but that is an easement as well. So are they? Yeah, see. So, Commissioner Kern, are you saying that it is a an access easement? It's labeled as an access easement. Um, I have not pulled the deed book page to verify that it grants access to this property, but I mean, we could do that. Well, that encroachment, it's an encroachment permit that acts as an access easement kind of thing. I don't know. We should probably hear from the applicant and I'm happy to pull up the access easement and review it in the meantime. Do, do we have an applicant online? Yes, and I'm going to pull them over now. John Michael, while we're getting our applicant with us, are are they going to need to have a plan submitted to you that would show where that driveway is going to be in order to well the driveway shown that was what was a little unclear to me is again if they're just doing what's already there they wouldn't need to go to the opposite uh to the other parcel uh but you know i think you would default to the to the survey it's just a question i was hoping they'd be able to answer yeah which stone is existing is just gravel right Yes. That would not be acceptable. Okay. This well, I mean, so they were going to. If you want me to respond. Well, yeah, let's uh, just to get the formalities out of our way, please give us your name and your address. And uh, then we need to talk with you about your driveway. Okay. My name is Philip Cochran. Uh, my current address is 2429 Tradition Circle. Louisville, Kentucky, 40245. And I am the owner of of this of this lot we're talking about. Okay. You've heard our questions and, and yes. what what can light can you shed on those? Okay, if you go if you go to the right of the red property line, you'll see a little space there. We have a we have an access easement in place with the owner of that property and the reason we have that is so we can get a proper angle and have have proper egress and access all right sir uh commissioners you have any questions because i got a few i want to get into no, but can confirm the deed book page number listed does state that um, it is also for the benefit of 16608 Aiken Road, which is this property. Okay. Uh, uh, commissioners, do you have anyone have questions? Hey, have you had any conversations with the fire department that serves your area to see what their thoughts would be as far as the driveway goes? Because it looks to me like the house is going to be sitting uh, 
a fur piece off the road? Mm -hmm. Have you had any? Uh, our, build, our builder has, and I don't know if uh, Kelly or Vince is on Kimball Construction. Yeah, because that, you know, if getting a fire truck close to your building is going to be really important if you have our, a fire or even a yes. medical emergency or anything going bad. Our intent and, is to have a fire suppression right. system in the house. That's always a good thing. Yeah. Uh, and, and, I, and I can't argue with that, but I also know fire trucks would show up, you know, if, if there's a medical emergency going on or if there's like an outside fire threatening your house, try to get to it before it, it damages the house. So there's a lot of reasons why it's good to have a, a, a be able to get fire apparatus back in there. Absolutely. We were, we but, were posed, we were posed with two options to either put a fire plug closer to the house or a fire suppression in the house. And I would imagine your your fire insurance company would prefer that you had the suppression system. Uh, just guessing what I know in commercial buildings. Okay. That Good I deal. can't answer. All right. That's all the questions I have. John Michael, are you satisfied, sir? Sorry, yes. And I did have the agreement, too. So... All right. On so that front. when we approve this, is how do we deal with that hard and durable surface driveway? Is that a condition, or is that something that be caught later on? I mean, that should be in the ordinance for the driveway when they come in to get the driveway permit. It will be part of it. All right. Yeah. I, okay. So we don't have to worry with it here. All right. Good deal. Is there? Do you have anything else to say, sir? Or, or you... I do not. All right. Thank you kindly. Is there <laughs> anyone else that is either online or present that would like to comment on this case? All right, commissioners, any final questions? All right. Our mission is to uh, do a Floyd's Fork development overlay review. And I would say we have a motion for approval or denial would be our action. I, I can move. I uh, and, uh, welcome that. 23 FFO 0004, the Cochrane residence at 1600, 608, um, 16,608 Aiken Road. Um, I move that we approve the Floyd's Fork. Uh, development review overlay review based on, based on um, testimony and uh, the staff report. Second. We have proper motion and a second to approve. Any discussion? If there isn't, would you call the roll, please? Turn. Yes. Penix. Yes. Claire. Yes. Carlson. Carlson, yes. That review is approved. On to our next case, and that would be 23 DDP 0071. And that is a revised detailed district development plan with a waiver for 5800 Popper Level Road. And the case manager is Ethan Lett. 
Good afternoon, Ethan Led, Office of Planning Staff. Um, again, this is 5800 Poplar Level Road. Uh, the requests today are a waiver to uh, reduce the required 15 foot LBA from 15 or to seven and a half feet, <laughs> and then a revised detailed district development plan. So there's an existing uh, commercial industrial building on this property. The applicant is proposing an additional 10,000 square foot um, warehouse building with office space, some additional parking spaces, uh, site zone PEC, suburban workplace form, and then they'll also be improving that existing curb cut to improve the uh, ingress egress into that new parking lot. Next slide, please. So you can see everything south of Poplar Level Zone PEC um, across the street. That R4 is kind of misleading. Uh, that entire property up there is part of the GE Appliance Park, so all industrial. And here you can see an aerial view of that. So this is the uh, most recently approved plan. Um, and then if you go to the current proposal, um, you'll see that that's where that um, on the right of the existing building is where that proposed building is. And then that additional parking to the far right as well. So since it's zone PEC, it requires a 15 foot buffer on the side and rear property lines. Um, so you can see there that yellow is the uh, the full 15 feet. And then that red line is where they would be encroaching into with that drive lane. And again, so it's only a part of a portion of that buffer that's adjacent to the proposed parking that they're requesting relief from. Here's the applicants elevations. Here's a view of the existing building from Poplar Level Road. And this is a view of that gravel lot. This is where the proposed building would go. Um, you can also see the adjacent uh, property and then there's a, a decent hedgerow there to provide screening and, and buffer uh, that adjacent property. And then you can see across the street that part of the GE Appliance Park. Staff finds that the requested waiver and the proposed plan are adequately justified for approval uh, based on the analysis and the standard of review. Your required actions today are to approve or deny the waiver and approve or deny the revised detailed district development plan. Are there any questions? Commissioners, questions? Questions? I have no speakers forms for. Representative for the owner Okay. Well, if you would, please fill out a form before you leave. And if you'd like to come up, please give us your name and address. Uh, my name is Carl Lentz. I'm with uh, LJB Inc. or an uh, engineering company uh, represented for the owner, uh, GSJ Homes. Uh, 12800 Town Parkway, uh, Suite 201, Louisville, Kentucky, 40243. Adding a little bit to what Ethan said, uh, requesting approval for a revised development plan for a uh, 10,000 square foot uh, office warehouse building with uh, the adjacent parking there, uh, along with associated waiver for our uh, proposed parking to encroach seven and a half feet into a 15 foot landscape buffer that's required between uh, our property and the adjoining property there. Um, the reason we're asking for the waiver is the keeping a 20 foot separation between the existing building and the proposed building and just to have our uh, uh, 
parking stall length and our uh, drive lane width uh, per Global Metro Public Works standards, 18 and a half, 24 foot. It just puts us over in that landscape buffer a little bit, uh, seven and a half feet. We'll be able to uh, put all the required trees, one for every 75 foot of that uh, 400 foot line there on the property line. Um, like I said, we're there's an existing uh, access uh, shared access easement right at that corner. There's an existing drive there. We're going to be improving that to for access to the the parking lot for the new building. But this has to go through uh, the uh, Chapter 10 landscape uh, true preservation plan approval process. Uh, so, so we're, a couple of things we're uh, going to be uh, adding a new sidewalk in front of the property per public work standards. Um, yeah, the owner bought this property about two years ago. And like I said, they're just wanting to uh, get some more warehouse space and a little office space for their business. Questions, I'll be glad to answer. Any questions? All right, thank you, sir. Do we have anyone else present that would like to speak on this case? How about online? No one's online. Commissioners, any final questions? All right, the action before us is for a waiver on the 15 foot landscape buffer to go down to seven and a half feet and then the approval of the revised detailed district development plan. Any thoughts or motions? I'll make a motion on 23 DDP 0071 5800 Popper Level Road. I move that we approve the waiver from land development code 10.2.2. 4.B.8 to reduce the required 15 foot LBA to seven and a half feet. And uh, based on the testimony and uh, the staff report. A proper motion and a second to approve the waiver. Any discussion on the motion? If not, would you call the roll, please, ma'am? Hearn? Yes. Penix? Yes. Claire? Yes. Carlson? Carlson's yes. And for the revised detail. In the same well. case of uh, 23 DDP 0071, I move that we uh, approve the revised detailed district development plan along with the associated uh, binding elements on page seven of the staff report. And I base that on the staff report and the testimony we received. Is there a second? Second. We have proper motion and a second to approve the revised detailed district development plan. Any discussion? If not, would you call the roll, please? Turn? Yes. Penix? Yes. Claire? Yes. Carlson? Carlson's a yes. That motion is approved. And the next case is 23DDP0076 for the Kentucky Blood Center. That is a revised detailed district development plan. It's at 14,002 Shelbyville Road. John Michael Lawler is the case manager. Howdy, John Michael Lawler, Office of Planning, 444 South Fifth Street, 40202. Like you said, this is for uh, the Kentucky Blood Center. If you want to go to the next slide, uh, this is just a revised detailed district development plan where they're proposing a nonprofit community service facility for the collection of blood. Uh, if you want to go to the next slide, this is the site. It's zone C1 and it's in the neighborhood uh, form district. You go one more slide. 
you can see the aerial. It's just that triangle shape lot there by the roundabout. Uh, if you go to the next slide, here is the site plan. Um, so they'll have their own parking on site uh, and they have uh, cross access agreements already in place for this whole development. So if you wanna go to the next slide, uh, these are the elevations for the proposed building. You can just flip through these next three, just the elevations. And then one more. This is the subject property. So this is looking at it with your back to the uh, roundabout. And then if you go one more slide, this is from the other side of the property. Uh, one more slide, please. These are just some of the adjacent properties along Shelby Station. And then this is across, the, if you go to the next slide, that's across the road from the proposed development. Um, so one more slide. Uh, the staff finding was that the uh, proposal meets the guidelines of the comprehensive plan and the requirements of the land development code. Uh, and your, uh, your required actions will be to approve or deny the revised detailed district development plan. Y'all have any questions? Commissioners, any questions? Thank you, sir. Sophia, I guess you are the, or is it Mark that's gonna go? Uh, Sophia Mazzacco, 108 Daventry Lane, 40223. I'm just here for questions if you have any. Any questions for the applicant's engineer? All right, thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Uh, anyone else here present that would like to comment on the case? How about anyone online? No one's online. All right. Uh, any last questions? Matter before us is approval of a revised detailed district development plan. What are our thoughts or is there a motion? In case 23DDP 0076, Kentucky Blood Center, uh, move to approve the revised detailed district development plan based on staff report and testimony heard here today. Is there a second? Second. We have proper. Element. Do we want to reference binding elements? Oh, yeah, probably wouldn't hurt to have those. We're referencing the binding elements on page five. Second. Just one second. All right. They have a proper motion and a second. Any discussion? Call the roll, please. Kern. Yes. Panix. Yes. Claire. Yes. Carlson. Carlson's yes. That motion is approved. And the last item is 23 DDP 0081. That is a revised detailed district development plan for the renovation and expansion of a contractor shop at 4310 Bishop Lane. And John Michael Lawler has that case as well. Howdy, John Michael Lawler, 444 South Fifth Street, 40202. Uh, like you said, this is for a contractor shop. Uh, there are two waivers attached to this request. So one is to eliminate a required property perimeter LBA. Uh, and I'll talk about that whenever you see the aerial. And then the other is to reduce a portion of a required 10 foot VUA LBA from 10 feet to four and a half feet. And that's just what's existing on the site right now. Uh, if you wanna to go to the next slide, um, here's the site, it's zone C2 in the Suburban Workplace Form District. If you go to the next slide, uh, this is the site there outlined in red. Long Bishop Lane. If you want to go to the next slide, uh, here's your site plan. Uh, the building that's being constructed or proposed is to the rear there. Uh, it's 4,800 square feet. If you go one more slide, 
uh, I kind of outlined the two waiver requests. So the site to the south is OR3, and typically that requires a 10-foot or a 10-foot property perimeter LBA. Uh, in this case, there's really no residential to the south there. Uh, it's just operating as commercial and office space. Uh, and obviously the site is not providing it right now. So there was a waiver requested for that. Uh, and then also there at the front where the parking is, they're gonna maintain the layout of the parking that's there, uh, but that would encroach into the required uh, VUA LBA, LBA there at the front. So just to give you an idea of where that is, uh, next slide, please. These are the building renderings. So again, just for that building being uh, constructed at the rear. Uh, if you want to go to the next slide. So the building in the middle there between the speedway and the, the blue canopy you see on the other side, that's the site that we're looking at. Um, there's a curb that's going to be constructed in between the, the asphalt, the two like drive lanes there on either side to cut off access because there was no desire from the person on the left to have a cross access agreement. Uh, so they're going to construct a curb there to separate the two sites. Um, if you want to go to the next slide, this is that site to the left. So if you want to go one more slide, uh, staff finds that the proposal meets the requirements of the comprehensive plan, the requirements of the land development code, uh, and that the waivers that they're requesting are adequately justified for approval and meet the standards of review. Uh, if you want to go to the next slide, your required actions will be to approve or deny the waivers. Uh, and to approve or deny the revised detailed district development plan. You guys have any questions? Commissioners, any questions? Could you go back up to where that cross access is would be? So there's no cross access. Uh, if you go up one more, we might be able to see a little bit better. Uh, there's no cross access proposed because the person to the south didn't want it. Uh, so they're going to put a curb there where it's all open. They're going to put a curb there to separate the two, the two lots. Is there any feasible reason why somebody would be at one business and then want to go to the next? They'd be a better question for the applicant. Okay. Uh, we'll put them on notice for that. All right, thank you. Other questions? All right, Mark, Sophia, who wants to go with that one? Okay. Mark Madison, Milestone Design Group, 108 Daventry Lane, Louisville, Kentucky, 40223. I'm primarily here to answer questions, but to answer your direct response to your last question, Chief, uh, this property, uh, basically was approved just like it is a few years ago. The the one significant change from what was previously approved to now is the building in the back before ran parallel with the sidelines and now it's rotated to run parallel with the rear line. That's the change. Uh, staff suggested that the changes were significant enough that they wanted us to uh, reapply for the waivers that had again been dealt with in the past. On the access issue, uh, owner of this property is more than happy to allow access from either property. The property to the north, uh, the speedway, there's a significant grade change there, but the way our parking lot's designed, if it was ever needed to be extended, it could be extended and we're okay with uh, 
that connectivity ever happened if it, if it did. The property of the south, we have this very large double wide, it's like two entrances that are both two way. Uh, it, it, it looked like at one time, maybe many, many years ago, it might've been planned to be a single entrance, but it has been operating this way for some time. Uh, the, when we came through before, they had asked us to contact the property owner to the south, uh, which we did to find out if they would be willing to redo this entrance. And their position was, we're not involved. We're not asking for anything. You can leave it all like it is, but we, we're not going to agree to anything. Um, so it, it was approved kind of like it is. This time around, uh, staff had suggested that a curb be installed, but also it asked the same question again, talked to the owner, applicant. He said that they still have no interest in participating with us in any way, but the essence to getting this plan to move on through, he's agreeable to build that curb through there. The curb would be simply a six inch curb. You can see the pavement is at the same elevation, more or less on either side. We would agree to a condition or a binding element or whatever term you would want to call it to say in the future, if they redevelop, they can use our access. We're, we're okay with that. That's, that's never been an issue for us. They just didn't want to participate. Other questions, commissioners? And I believe, I'm sorry, just I sorry. think there might even be a note on the plan. I know at one time this was addressed. What is, is there a note on the plan? Can you pull the plan up uh, for us? Notes 18 and 19 on the plan specifically address this topic about we are agreeable to allow future, I think it uses the term unified access. Okay. So if, uh, it's hard to see there, but those notes are already on the plan. Did you have a question, Commissioner Kern? Nope, that works for me. And, and if I might add, so in many other form districts that cross acts would be required it's not required in the suburban workplace form district so really it is kind of the prerogative of the property owners in this particular instance okay no other questions we'll see if there's anybody else here that would like to speak or if there's anyone online to speak and there's not all right so you're you're good with what they're proposing on that or they're headed on that. All right. Thank you. Uh, we have two waivers and a revised district development plan. Any discussion or motions to be made? Yes, I'll, I'll make a motion. Uh, and, and 23 DDP 0081, the Bishop Contractor's Shop at 4310 Bishop Lane. I move that we approve uh, two, the, both the waivers, waiver um, from LD, LDC section 10.2.4 to eliminate the required property perimeter LBA and waiver two, waiver from LDC section 10.2.10 to reduce the portion of the required 10 foot VUA LBA from 10 feet to four and a half feet. Uh, based that on the testimony and the um, staff report. Second. 
I have proper motion and a second to approve the waivers. Any discussion? If not, would you call the roll, please? Turn. Yes. Penix. Yes. Claire. Yes. Carlson. Carlson's a yes. And for the plan? And 23 DDP 0018. Uh, same case, same uh, address. I move that we approve the revised detailed district development plan along with the proposed binding elements on page 8 of the staff report. And I base it on the testimony in the staff report. Is there a second? second? We have proper motion and a second to approve the plan and binding elements. Any discussion? If not, call the roll, please. Kern? Yes. Penix? Yes. Claire? Yes. Carlson? Carlson's yes. Uh, that motion passes. If there's no other business to come before us, I'll entertain a motion to adjourn. So moved. All right, we are adjourned. And